Bokatov, today's daf is daf yud base in Kedushin. As we learned for Forshlein for Loza Ben Rumba and Yosef Esriel Ben Chaynichal. Now, you want to keep your charts out today, the charts that we gave out yesterday, so we can follow this. The Mishnah said that Beishkot Beishama, you need a dinner. We brought down, we came out with three reasons. There was a fourth one, but the fourth one was. Uh, was discounted, and we had three reasons why Beishami says you need a beer with at least a pruta or shavat, you know, something worth a pruta. Beishel says a pruta, shavat pruta, much smaller amount. Savrabios Lamaimer, the first of the wide lines in the Gemara. Savrabios Lamaimer, pruta kaltu, any amount. In other words, the pruta can be can be uh, in, increased in value or devalued uh, during the course of time. So whatever it happens to be worth at that point in time, that's what the rule that we go by. In other words, it wasn't a fixed amount. Whatever the pruta was, sometimes it's it's worth more, sometimes it's worth less. The Mishnah said, didn't just say pruta, it said, how much is a pruta? You should know it's worth one-eighth of a, an Italian isar. Okay, so it has a specific value to it. It's not something to go up and down. That was the time of Moshe's time. In Moshe's time, that's what it was worth. But over here, whatever the people computed at. In other words, over time, a penny can get devalued. Let's call fruit a penny. Bakyas Rabdimi Rabdimi said, when Dim Kimitzal Omar Shir of Samoy, Bidoro, of Samoy and Eritral, he assessed the uh, the value, computed the value in his generation, Kami Pruta, Echmishmanisitaki, not only in Moshe's time, but even later on, it was also uh, assessed to be one eighth of an Italianist of Khyasa Rabin, Rabin came from Eritral. He had a different Omar. Omar, he said, Rav Destoy, Rav Yanai, Rav Oshia, Shiru Kamahavi Pruta, Ech Mishisha, Bisertaki. So, first of all, <laughs> we have two different views. Is it one eighth or one sixth of an Italian Isser, according to this? But we'll deal with that later on. Does that mean that it, the Pruta has a different value? Not necessarily. We'll see. But the point is that it had a fixed value, even not in Moshe's time. Omar Rav Yosef, Ihochi, if this, that, if that's what you say at a specific time, Hanatatanina, Say Bachoshu Kama Putas Bishne Islam. He says, Well, if you're going to say that it has a specific value, how can that be? Because uh, we have a Brysa which says, Go figure out how many Putas there are in two cellars. What do we mean by sella? A cella is the rabbi's word, the rabbi's word for the uh, Torah's shekel. Okay. Now, how many Putas are there in two, in two uh, cellars? Yosem Alpine, more than 2,000. Now, if you want to say it had, a, it had a specific value and the pruta really did not change over time, how can that be? He says over there, go figure out how many putas there are in two cellars, more than 2,000. Can there be more than 2,000? If you take a quick look at our chart, if you look at the chart, look down on the first two, four, five, six, seven, eight, the eighth row on the chart, okay, the first column. That's a sella. That's what we're dealing with. What the Torah calls a shekel, what the rabbis call the sella tzuri. How many putas are there, it says? What's the number? 768. Okay. That would mean that how many are in two sellas? 1,536. Good. So uh, that, that's what that's how many putas there are. How could you say, though, how could Bryce say, say, how many putas are there in two sellas? More than 2,000. What do you mean more than 2,000? Hashtag pine love is not even 2,000. As Abram uh, just enlightened us, there's only 1,536. So, yes, sir, how could there be more than 2,000 unless the Pruta was devalued? 
So one of the elders said, no, 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 you're, you're reading it wrong. I heard, I learned that the price did not say there's more than 2,000. It said close to 2,000. So, so, alpha, the chamesh, plus, and she, so, at the end of the day, it's only 1,536, 1,536, as we just said, who that by him. So how can you say close to 2,000? Since it's more than, more than 1,500, really, half of 1,000, so we say it's close to 2,000. In other words, if it would be 1,400, you'd say it's a little over 1,000. Since it's close to, since it's over 1,500, you call it close to 2,000. So we haven't proved from there that the pruta has been devalued at all. But let's understand, let's go back now and say, okay, the pruta has a fixed value. Yeah, but you said before, uh, that one one sheet was that it was one eighth of an Italianist, or one sheet was that it was one sixth. Isn't that a machlokus? Doesn't that make a difference as to how many uh, what the values of the proof is? Gufa, let's say as a kiosra of being Lomar, the same thing we just had before. Shear of Simar Bidar of Simoy assessed it, computed it in his generation. Kami put how much the proof is when he's talking one eighth of an Italianist. The Khazarab and Rabin came from Herzl. All these cases when he came from they came from Herzl to Babel, they went back and forth when he came from Herzl to Babel. So Ravimi said one eighth. Yeah, so Rab Rabin said Shira of the story, Rabyana Ravosha, these three rabbis, Kami Putam Sapruta, Ech Mishisha, Bisaritalki. So smash with it that Pluta had a different value. Amle Abaya Rabimi. Name at Rabin Baplukta the Hanitanoikim. If you 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 and Rabin argue in the following machlokas of Tanoim, Esther's worth the Tanya, Pruta Shamuchachomim, how much is the Pruta? Ech Mishmoni Siritalki. Okay, that's the first rabbi. That's what you said, right? One eighth. How do you figure the one eight? Now we're going to go into the detail, and the chart will help you understand that, right? Because as we said, uh, dinner. How much is a dinner? Look back now at the fifth row. The fifth row, azuz. We said azuz or a dinner, same thing. 192 putas. How many ma? Six. Right. Look over in the, in the silver area in the middle. There are six ma. Six ma in a dinner. A ma shnei punjom. A maw is two pinyon. There's two pinyons in a maw. Okay, two pinyons in a maw. We can go with that. All right. Pinyon is up is up above, uh, but that's what it would be worth in in um, in uh, copper money. Copper money in pinyon. Okay, so a maw would be worth, and that 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 ratio works out, right? Ratio works out as as we'll see. So there's two uh, two pinyon in a maw. So how many punyons are there in a dinner according to this? Six times two is 12. 12 punyons in a maw, right? A punyon shnei there's two isers in a punyon, and now we're up to 24. Six times two is 12, times two is 24, shnei iser. Iser, okay, so now we have how many how many uh, dinners are there? In a dinner, how many isern are there? Six times two, that's 12, times two is 24. So there's 24 isers, in a dinar, 24 isos in a dinar. Now let's pause for a moment and you'll see that also in the chart on row number five. Uh, is it number five or number six? Actually number six. I mean, I said it before five, it's number. It's row number six. The, this, the, the row that has dinar or zuza in there. So it tells you there's six ma, which is 12 punyons. You see that six times two is 12 and there's 24 isos. See those in the, all in that row, in row number six, okay. So there's 24 isars in a in a dinner, okay. And how much is an isar? An isar is shnei musmusin. That would mean there's 48 of those. Mismushnei kuntrikan. That means there's 96 of those. We keep multiplying by two. 
Kunchwik Shtei Prutos, 96 times 2 is how much? 192. So there's 192 Prutos. So if you look at all at row number 6 on the chart, so you see right away there, uh, a dinar is 6 Ma, right? Which is 12, uh, which is 12 Punyong, which is 24 Isar, which is 192 Prutos. So how many Prutas are there in an Isar? Very simple. Divide 24 into 192. What do you get? 192 divided by 24 is what? Eight. So that's why you get that, that, a, that a pruta is one eighth of an Isar, right? There's 192 prutas in 24 Isars. That means that an Isar, that a pruta is one eighth. Okay, that's the first sheeta. Nimsa pruta, achas mishmana, Isar italki, back in Gemara. So you see that a pruta is one eighth of Italian Isar. Shingam Leel, the other Tana says, no, Omer, listen, this is how you look at it. Different, uh, different words, not on our chart. Uh, Amah has three hadrasin. Now we already said, everybody agrees that there are six ma in a dinar. So now we're dealing with six times three. Three hadrasin in a ma. That means that there's 18 hadrasin in a dinar. Shnei hansen lahadras. Two hansen for every hadras. So that would be what? We had six times three is 18. Times two is 36. Shnei shemten lahanats. And there's two shemden in each anas, so now we're up to 72, 36 times 2 is 72. And base prutas la shaman, and there's two prutas in each, in each shaman, so 72 times 2 is how much? 144. 144. Nimtza pruta achas So wait, if we say that how many prutas are there in a dinner, not 192 like the first opinion, but like Shemuel, there's 144, and we know that there's 24 isers in a dinner. So if 24 Isers is the equivalent of 144 Prutas, how many Prutas are there in each Isser? What is the ratio of a Pruta to Isser? One sixth, right? 24 is one sixth of 144. It's one eighth of 192. 24, right, divided into 192 is eight. 24 divided into 144 is six. So that means that a Pruta is one sixth of an Isser according to the Shita. You, Rabimi, who said what? That it's one eighth? That you go like the Tanakama, who says there's 192 prutas in a dinner for Robin to Omer Kapshimulil. And Robin holds like Kapshimulil, who says very clearly that what? That there are, um, that the pruta is one sixth of a Isser, Mashma, that the pruta had a different value. Omele, no. Bain Lididi, Bain Robin, Aliva Tanakama. We both go like the Tanakama that there were actually 192 prutas in a dinar. And therefore, a, a, and therefore, a pruta is one-eighth of an isuri talki. Below kasha, how the ikar isuri, how does all isuri. The question is, did the isur value, value Today, we understand that we live in Israel, understand it, because you always look, what's this shekel worth towards a dollar? If the, right, if the, uh, the dollar, uh, if the shekel goes up against the dollar, that means that the shekel is being devalued, right? It's being devalued. If the shekel goes down against the dollar, then it's being increased in value. So that's that's what we're dealing with over here too. He says, yeah, one sheet was that it was what one uh, when Shmuel said that uh, that there are that it's one six nimsa pruta achas mishish bisur talki, and the first one said no nimsa. What did he say? Nimsa pruta achas mishmon is it one eighth or one sixth? It's not really a machlokus in the value of the pruta. The pruta is the same. The question is what happened to the isar again back in the Gemara. Let's finish. Both of us agree 
that are leaving. We go like the Tanakam, it's 192 prutas, and we don't really disagree with Shimuel either. Question was, question was, what happened to the Isser below Kasha? Had the Ikarisuri, if the Isser went up in value, had the Zolisuri, had the Ikarisuri, if the Isser went up in value, kum Esrim Ba'arba Vazuza. So therefore, there are 24, are the 24 uh, Isers in a Dal in a dinner, which is a zuz, 24. There's 24, right? There's 24, and there's 192 prutas in a dinner. So for every so for every iser, you've got eight prutas. So prutas one eighth of, of, of a of an iser. But the zol, but if the iser went down in value, come plus and betrayed the Now a zuz or a dinner is equal to 32. Not like on our chart where the iser is 24, but if there's if the zuz is now 36 sisters, that means the Isra has been devalued, has been devalued like our shekel, which is going up. It's now up to close to 3.8 or something like that. Uh, it used to be 3.5, 3.3. We remember there was times when it was four and a half. We also remember a time when we had piastas and, and uh, other things here, but whatever. But the, it's being devalued. So if there's 36 Isers, 36 Isers in the in the um, diner, so the ratio of 36 to what? The ratio of 36 to 192 is what? One six is a six. So that's what we're talking about. So the proof stays the same. The question is the Isser that we're marketing against, is there one, is there is the ratio of Pruta to Isser one eighth or one six? Doesn't mean that the Pruta got devalued or up and down. The Isser changed in value. That's what we mean over here. Amashmul. So that's that's what we're dealing with over here. Amashmul. You can rest your charts for a few months. Almost more. Why are we saying that, the, the, that we're, we're always going according to the, the Italian dollar? Why don't we say that it's, it's a euro? Good question. A good, good question. Why are we going to tell Because that was a common common thing. Just like the Sela Tsuri. Why talk about the Tsuri? The Maybe one from Tyre. Because that, that, that was what the common... Right, but that was what the common was. When the Torah says Estrim Geira Kesef, it also uses that lotion of Geira, which which and the chart, let's pull out the chart again. I think there's the chart says that um Estrim Geira, there's a there's a part where it's more here. You see the Geira? Estrim Geira. That's a lotion. That's also based on what was a common at the time that the Torah was given. That was a common a common thing there. So they used what was the common um, amount so we know what it's worth. So when so we talked about you know a pruta where you know where where, where do we get that from because it has cheshivas to it that's the minimal amount of money that's what that's what you need the beshami says no you need more than that either based on the fact that she wouldn't give herself over or that you need something chashiv or that it was learned out of amavria with the with the with the amount of money that decreases you know then you can marry her off with the decreased amount whatever's left there we'll see we'll talk about that later on. Either way, you brought up yesterday, can you marry that? You can't marry with that because technically she gets married only with the original money that the father sold her for. Father sold her, so you have to get married with that money. You can't marry her now with a new star or a bee or something like that. We'll talk more about that when we get into um, Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like what is a dollar worth? Is it 3.5 or 3.8? It's the same question. It's the same question. You can argue. Yeah, it could be. So, so that was our issue. Our issue was, is it the pruta worth amount, different amounts at different times? So we're saying no. Even at the time of Moshe, it was a pruta. And even at the time later on, the Gemara was also, the pruta was pretty much the same. 
It was a, it was a, it was let's say an eighth of an isoritalki at the time of Moshe. It was eighth of of a um, of, of a pruta later on in the time of the Gemara. You know, many many hundreds of centuries later. So we're saying the pruta pretty much stays the same. But the question is, what is it? What are you measuring it against? You're measuring it against, let's say, the dollar. So sometimes there's more prutas than dollar, sometimes less. It doesn't necessarily mean, you know, it could be, look at it this way. Let's say that the shekel had the same buying power. Of course, we were living in an inflationary times and stuff like that. But let's say the shekel had the same power. The question is, when you measure it against the dollar, is it worth more? Is it worth less? You know, they're all complaining now. They go to Europe or they go to America and then have to spend more money because you have to buy dollars or buy euros. And it's costing more of their hard-earned shekels. That's always what it is. You get, you have to be concerned about the um, the exchange rate. You know, it's like people who are living on dollars, and they the and the dollar gets devalued when it goes down in value. When it used to be worth four and a half, was one thing, and the people who are living on a fixed dollar income, all of a sudden, if it goes down to three, they can't buy Shabbos. You know, they, they it's tough, right? You you have to the the. the the, the idea is that a person should, I mean, that the, the ideal is that you should be spending the same kind of money that you're that you're earning, you know, but it doesn't always work out that way for many people who made Aliyah. Amr Shmuel, Kitchen Batama, let's say he married her with a date. Not a date that you go on a date, a date that you eat, right? Amr Shmuel, Kitchen Batama, Afilu, Ome Kur, tomorrow and dinner, even if a whole, a truckload, of course, a large amount, Truckload of of uh, tomorrow go for a dinner. Uh, is Mikudashis. Even though each one the har might be worth less than a shavu pruta, chashin shem shavu pruta b'madai. Maybe in some far off Yenarek belt in Madai, in Mead, maybe someplace far away, maybe it's worth a pruta. So you have to be concerned. Maybe it's a good marriage. She might say, uh, you know, she accepted the marriage, and somebody says, what do you mean? It's not a shavu pruta. We hold like a hill base hill. Of course, you go for shavu pruta. I've an antam base hill loma for pruta for shavu pruta. It's with a pruta. And uh, this doesn't, we don't know that this is worth a pruta. Uh, if that's, if you're going to say that a truckload of dates, you married with one date, we know it's worth it, then uh, what are your rules? You know, there's no, there's no proof that anything could be worth a pruta somewhere. To make for sure that she's married, then you have to have a pruta. Here we're talking about, you have to be choshish. Maybe, maybe it's worth a pruta. We don't know for sure, but maybe she wants to get married someone else you need to get. That's what Shmuel said. So Shmuel said, you have to be concerned. Maybe it's worth something else. He'll give a story. He married her with a bundle of, uh, of cotton. Yes, Rav Shemachia came to Rav. Rav Shemachia was sitting in front of Rav. I was checking into it. He says, look, if it's worth a Shemachia Pruta, they're married. If it's not a Shemachia Pruta, no. Be less be shava pruta low, and if there's no shava pruta, if he can't determine that it's worth the shava pruta, she's not married. Bamer Shmuel Chashinan Shmuel said, "You're worried. Maybe in uh, some place where they don't have cotton, maybe it's worth a shava pruta." Because the same answer we gave before. He was just checking out if it's possible that it's worth the shava pruta. If it's possible, it's impossible, then you could say, "Fine, it's not." But if it's worth the shava pruta, you know, then if it's if it's um, if it's possibly worth the shava pruta, it's possibly kedushin. Okay, that's what Shmuel said, and you all like Shmuel. Okay, Rav Shimi Bachir went like Shmuel. A different story. A man married a woman with a piece of black marble, a piece of black or, or bluish marble. Okay, yes, Rav Shimi Bachir was sitting and was trying to assess it. He says, Look, if it's with the Shavapruta, they're married. If it's not with the Shavapruta, they're not married. Be less by Shavapruta, low. 
And if it doesn't have a Shema Puta, for sure not married, Rav Shmuel Chashina. Didn't Shmuel just say that maybe, maybe it's worth Shema Puta somewhere else. Rav Chista Lozavala is Shmuel. Chista does not like Shmuel. He says, if he can't, if it's not determined here that it's with the Shema Puta, she's not married and that's it. Now in this story, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to add on something that both Rashi refers to and Tosa refers to it specifically. What happened over here was there were two brothers, Reuben and Shimon. Reuben married her with a piece of black marble. Now Rav Chista <coughs> was sitting to determine was it worth. What happened was um, after he married with a piece of black marble, they said maybe it's not worth anything, and the brother married. The brother gave her a fruta. He married her with a real ring, let's say with a real contribution. Now we've got a problem. We've got a problem because because um, if it, exactly if even if you're if you're Masupic, even if it's possibly she was married to the first guy, and she and he has to give her a divorce. Once he gets her divorce, the brother can't marry her. Brother can only marry a brother's wife if the brother if the first brother died with no children. But if he divorced her, he can't marry her. So here was a problem. It's not so simple. Oh, it's a Suffolk. Suffolk, give her a get. Yeah, give her a get. And the other guy can't. The other guy's marriage is no, is is, uh, is invalid. So Rav Chista didn't hold like Shmuel. Omerle, Ime. So his mother told him. His mother said to him, what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, you said that, uh, you know, there was no Shavapruta there, that the black marble was not worth the Shavapruta. He says, if there's no Shavapruta, it's not worth anything. So Rav Chista sat there. He says, no, it wasn't worth the Shavapruta. And the second marriage is, is valid. So, so his mother told him, what do you mean? There was that day that he married her. It was with the Sheva Puta, the day that he gave it to her. You're not empowered to Asa her on the second brother, on the second brother, on the Basra, on the second guy. See, the brother married her. He came to say the first marriage was no marriage, and the second marriage that the, the second brother's marriage was valid. You're not, you can't, you're not believed, you're not empowered to answer this woman on the second brother. So that's what Rav Chista told his mother. You're not empowered to do that. Lav Hainu, is this not the story? Take a look at another base. Lav Hainu, Dehudis, isn't this like the story of Yehudis? The visit Rav Yehudis, the wife of Rav Chia, she was um, in terrible labor because she gave birth to twins. Rashi points out that she, the story which she gave birth to twins. Uh, two sets of twins, maybe. But she gave birth to twins. Later, she had terrible birth pangs. Amrlay, she said to she said to her husband as she was giving birth, Amrlay Aim, you know, my mother told me that that your father, my father, accepted Kedushin from some other Schmendrick when I was a little girl. In other words, I must really be married to you. After she had birth, these terrible birth pangs, she says that is it. You're like a woman says, I'm not going to, you know, that's it. We're not living together anymore. That's what she says. She said that to, she says, uh, he says, you know, my mother told me that I was actually married to somebody else. My father had accepted Kushmi when I was a baby. You know, the stories, fights and families break out. And he says, I, you know, the husband, there's stories like that. He says, I accept the from somebody else. And I'm not going to tell you who it is. And she and your daughter's going to be in a guna. You're not going to be able to get married. That's what happened over here. That's what she said. So he told her, 
Your mother is not empowered to us as a you can Your mother's not believed. She's not empowered to forbid you to marry me. The husband said to her, you're not going to live with me again because he had birth pangs and you're going to give me the story about that. Your mother said that she accepted, that your father accepted condition for you, this, the, the birthing lady uh, uh, from somebody else. And you, now you can't be married to me and the kids would be Mamzeru too, apparently, right? Not you're, not you're not empowered to do that. You have witnesses. Amrilei, so that's what Rav told his mother too. You're not empowered to uh, to say that uh, that uh, it was worth a shavuot on that day. Who says? I checked into it. I checked the papers. You know, they used to have a, a little a little graph in the paper each day what what it was worth. It was never worth uh, the black stone. Was never worth the black marble. Wasn't worth anything. You have no proof. I'm going to Rabban and Rav Chista. Rabban said Rav Chista, "Am I? Why did I not believe? Haika Sadi Bidis." In Yiddish, there was a place called Yiddish, the Yodi, okay, you say that, but there are witnesses somewhere else who were here that day, and they could testify that it was worth the Shavuot on that day. It says, Hashtamiya, Hashtamiya, uh, he said to them, Hasht, uh, um, say, uh, what was the Girsa? The Girsa of the Bays, yeah. Uh, Hashtamiya, Lesnu, right now they're not here. Lesnu, they're not here right now. Lesnu, come on, they're not here in front of us. I don't care if there's Aiden there. I got to look at what's right here. There's no Aiden right now. Rashi quotes the story, the daughters of Shmuel were taken into captivity by Goyim. They were freed from captivity. They kept the, the captors outside and they brought in each girl individually. There was no witnesses that they were taken into captivity. They, they just, they, it was known they were, they were rescued and they came in or they showed up and they, uh, they, Rabbis interviewed each of the girls individually. And each one said, was she violated by the gun? She says, no. She says, I was taken into captivity, but I, was, I wasn't I was violated. If there's Adam that she was taken into captivity, then she may not be believed to say that she was virtuous and nothing happened to her, right? But if, if she herself was the one admitted, they only knew that she was taken into captivity because of her own testimony, and they let her go, right? Um, so... Um, so they said, You're not going to just because there's Adam somewhere else that knows that knew there Adam somewhere else that knew that they were taken to captivity it doesn't mean anything. So if it's the same thing, you have no witnesses right now that it was worth the shavuot that day. And if there's no witnesses, I'm going to I'm going to paskin that it wasn't worth the shavuot that day. And the the, the second brother's uh, kedushin with the shavuot is valid. Abaya and Rabba don't hold what Rabchista did. What Rabchista said, it's not worth the Shavapruta, even though there's Adam somewhere else that may say it's worth Shavapruta. If the Rabbana were made by Shavuya and they believed her, they said, you know, there's no Adam. We don't, we discount the Adam that are somewhere else who knew that she was taken into captivity. The two girls were taken into captivity. They're not here right now. What we have in front of us is, is a girl who says, I was, I was captive, but I was not violated. We believe her. There we were Michael by Ishvuya, the Manavla Nafsha, because she can make herself repulsive. A girl taken to captivity, the, the, the guy might want to fool around with her, but she can make herself disgusting if she wants to get herself dirty and filthy and, and ragged, etc. So she because she knows how to, you know, how to keep the how to keep the guy at bay. Um the make herself repulsive to the captors. We're gonna be making ish. Heaven over here, he gave her uh, gave her a piece of marble. You want to claim that she's not, uh, it's not a Shavapruta. Yeah, but there's Adam somewhere else that's worth Shavapruta. Well, where the Adam aren't here right now. You're going to be makele about that? 
right? And therefore, Rabbi and Rabbi did not hold the Rav Chistas, not because, and Rashi says, let's feel Rav Chista, let him shimdi, it is, not because uh, they didn't hold up of um, the basic idea that he said, but those few Lord Rav they were make over there, but over here is possible is Adam, right? And, and, there, and therefore, not because of the issue of, uh, you know, of, uh, basically held like Shmuel, right? So Rashi says over here, uh, because, uh, because of that reason. And Morris says on, and it and, and goes, well, the, the, that. That's explained the next line. Let's go to the next line. Now, what happened was that Rafista Paskin that way, that what? That the first marriage was no marriage. The second brother's marriage was therefore a marriage, right? And he had children. The children could possibly be what? Mamzerim, because maybe the first marriage to the brother, to the first brother was okay. The Rabbanan stayed away from that family because they said that possible. Not because Abayim Rabba. Held of Shmuel, the concern that maybe Shemeshava fruit of a mother, In other words, not because they held like, like Shmuel that you always have to be concerned, maybe it's Shemputa, but they're like Baim Rabba who say, if there's Adam somewhere else, they know it. We have to we have to be concerned about that. We have to take that into consideration. Not because they hold of Shmuel, that's possibly worth the Shmuel. Shmuel said, well, I don't know if it's worth Shemav Prutha. Maybe it's some worth the Shemav Prutha. Maybe it's worth the Shemav Prutha in Madai. Maybe. That's Shmuel's Cheshash. My brother said, not because of that. Not because of Cheshash. Maybe. Here we know there's Adam somewhere else who can testify that is a Shemav Prutha, and therefore they're concerned about that. Another story. A man married up a, a married a woman. He gave her a myrtle branch, Bishuka, in the marketplace, which was a immoral thing to do. Shachor of Acha Barhuna, the commander of Yosef, he asked him this question, Kai Gavnai, what do you do in a case like this? He gave her a myrtle branch, married her in the shuk, right? What is that? Is that considered, what do you say about that? Shalachlei Nagdei, give him Malchus, give him Malchus, of course, Malchus, Malchus, you give him lashes, like Rav, who's, we'll explain Rav in a minute, but she needs to get, because maybe the myrtle branch is worth, you know, maybe it was close to Sukkot, it was worth more money somewhere else when they needed the myrtle branch, right? Mitzrach Gita, Gishma, you have to give her a get. She needs a get. The Rav, why do you say give her Mal, give him Malchus? The Rav, Manke, Rav gave Malchus for the following things. Now, the Makadish Bishukha, number one, was considered immoral just to marry her off and to get married in the marketplace, like, you know, like you're buying uh, meat or something. Now, the Makadish Bia, also Kesh Bia, even though Kesh Bia works in the Torah, as we've learned, but it's not, it's considered immoral to do that today. Now, the Makadish Bishukha, getting married without a prior discussion, just walking over to her, say, will you marry me? Like that. Without any prior discussion, about the Mavatal Gitta, we had before, remember, we had that in, in Gittin, on the Daflam Gimelam there, that a man sent a get to his wife, and then he voided it, right? He voided it. He got a bezin together, he got people, he said, I void the get. Now, the Shlich may not know about it. Give her the get. She's still really a married woman because he voided the get, nullified it, and she's going to marry somebody else. So everybody said, if you do that, you shouldn't do that. And if you do that, you give him Malchus. While the Muslim dog a man was forced to give a get either because he was impotent or uh, because he beat her or because of whatever reason it was, uh, the rabbis forced him to give a get. And he said, yeah, I consent. And then he told his people on the side, I'm really giving it under duress. I don't want it to be a get. So that also causes problems. If you harass, a man was called to court by the, uh, he got a subpoena from the bailiffs and he harassed them, you know, 
get malchus for that too. Baal v'cholo sham yomim. If a person had a, a cherem, a person was put into uh, uh, under the ban for thirty days, and he didn't try to rectify it to make the ban put the ban into remission by by repenting or by going back on whatever he did. All these cases apparently Rob gave malchus. Baal chasadar bechamua. If a man uh, man set, uh, stayed in his mother-in-law's house to die, uh, if died, if he slept in his mother's house, in his mother-in-law's house, um, uh, you know, for for a period of time, uh, Rashi says uh, because maybe Chasvachlili he would have uh, be with his mother-in-law, so if he slept in his mother's house, that wasn't good. Um, so, um, so he gave Malchus for people who did that. So Gemara says. The diarrhea the cholaf flow only if he slept there, if he lived in the house, and not if he just passed by. But Uchaslim was a story with the son of the cholaf above the chmoa who passed by his mother-in-law's door. The nagar of Sheshis, Rav Sheshis gave him alchus just for going near the mother-in-law's house. Ahu made him havidaima cham semine. There was a difference because they they were under suspicion that he was under suspicion of getting too close to his mother-in-law. Okay, I guess times were different in those days. Anyway, the point is that. He gave Malchus for all those kinds of things. Now, Dor, Amrin, now Dor, they said, "Bekulu lo manga Rav." Rav didn't really give Malchus in all those cases. El al makadosh bia, the bia below shidducha, unless he had bia with her, without apparently with without prior discussion. In other words, only not just makadosh bia, but rather makadosh bia without having prior discussion. Some say afilu b'shidducha inami. Even if you made a shidduch, even if you had a discussion. And you arranged it before you have prior arrangement. You should pre-tusa because it's considered immoral to get married by a bia without doing it with a with a kesef or shkaf. Ahu gaver the kodesh sadasa. A man got married to some to a woman with a mat made out of myrtle branches. A mat. Omeladi said, a mat made out of myrtle branches is not worth a shavuputa. Listen to this. Omelu tiktish ba'arbezuze de ispa. There's four zuz that are in the mat, that are hidden in the mat. They're stuck inside the mat. Let her get married with that. Now, when he gave it to her, she didn't know about the four zuz. He just gave her a cheap, you know, twig, twig uh, mat made out of twigs, made out of myrtle twigs. And uh, they said, that's not worth the shabbat. He says, well, there's four zuz in there. Shuckless of the ishtika. So she took it. You know, she doesn't mean she took, she took the mat originally, but she was quiet now. Now, if he gave her them, instead of marrying you with the uh, tapazo, with this with this ring or with this money, okay, that's pretty clear. Here he gave her a mat, and the mat wasn't worth anything, but there was four zoos hidden in there. Now she was quiet. This is being quiet after the money was given. Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean she agreed to it. So she didn't give it back. She, she that that wasn't the proposition. The proposition was marry me with this mat. The man wasn't with the shabbat. Then he said, "Well, there's four prudas in there." Well, at the time that he gave her the money and she agreed to the marriage, there was no mention of the four zuz. So what's with the four zuz now? Maybe he's just giving it to her a gift now, or she didn't say anything. So Rabbi says that's nothing. There's no marriage here. It clearly wasn't with the shabbat. The mat wasn't with the shabbat, and the money came afterwards. Slav plum, right? So he says um, doesn't mean anything. Rashi says shemetchilik shekibla mos, where before the lines get wide. But when she was called the most, she didn't know there was money inside. She doesn't care. Okay, there's money in there. But you married me with the man, not with the money. 
I didn't accept the I didn't get I didn't accept marriage or the betrothal uh, for the four zoos. The four zoos came later on. I'm How do I know this idea that that something that came after the fact and she was quiet? How do I know that you know if you gave her some if it said afterwards there's four zoos? Okay, marry me with the four zoos. Okay, so you marry with the four zoos. But he didn't say he didn't say that. He just says four zoos and signed. She was quiet. How do I know if she was quiet? After and you know, after the after the thing took place, after the marriage took place, or the supposed marriage took place, it wasn't worth a shavuotah, and there was money there after, and she was quiet. How do I know that that's meaning? Mr. Tanya, Amalai um, said like this. Let's say he says, "Kinsey sell a zubukadim." Do me a favor, hold this seller, which is a large amount of money. Right? How many putras are there in a seller? We just said seven hundred and what? Seven hundred and sixty-eight. Right? A lot of there. He says, "Listen," but he didn't say marry. He said, "Listen." Can you can you watch this money for me? Can you? I'm giving it to you as a deposit. Can you hold this money? And then he said, "No, it's got to No, marry me with it. Mary, please marry me. You take this as your wedding, as your wedding uh, gift." If as he's giving it to her, he said, "Mary, no, 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 not, don't make it a deposit. I'm giving it to you to get married." After he gave her the money, then he said, "No." Uh, don't make it for a deposit. By the way, keep it for a uh, for for a marriage. At that point, if she wants to marry, she can marry. In other words, she didn't agree to get married when he first gave her the money. When he first gave her the money, he gave it to her as a deposit. Now he says, oh, by the way, keep it for a kedushin. So what do you say there? Now, it's not like a halvah. We have, we have before and above that if he lent her money, and then he said, I lent you $100. Now he says, a day later, he says, oh, by the way, the money I lent you, keep it. That'll be kesedush. That's not good. Why? Because then Milvah That money was made to spend. She owed him a different hundred dollars. Here it's the same hundred dollars. It's the same seller. But he said first gave it to her as a deposit. Then he says marry with it. So if if he said marry with it before he gave it to her, as he's giving it to her, okay, she agreed. Right? She accepted the money. She agreed. But after he gave her the money, then he said marry me with that money that I gave you before as a deposit. If she wants to get married, it's a marriage. If she doesn't want to, ain't a Now, what do you mean she wants to? My What do you mean? My rutsa, my low rutsa. rutsa, dharma, ain't. If she says, yes, I want to marry with you. Low rutsa, dharma, low. She said, no. <laughs> what? Now, that means machal deresha. When in the in the beginning, we said, what do we do the ratio? The ratio was, he says, if if he said that as he was giving the money, right? When he's giving her the money, uh, uh, she's mukudeshes. If he if if he says that after he gave her the money, then it depends if she wants to or not. What does that mean? That when he gave her the money, if if he said that as he's giving her the money, then she's mukudeshes, even if she says, I don't want to get married. The man hands her a hundred dollars, gives her a ring, and says, Marry me with it. She says, I don't want to marry you. And she takes the ring. I don't want to marry. She doesn't accept it. You can't force it on her. It has to be with her consent. So what does that mean? Uh, if he said that after he gave her the money, then it depends if she said yes or no. What do you mean? And and if he smashed with that in the ratio where he said it as he's giving the money, then it doesn't depend if she says yes or no. Of course, it depends if she says yes or no. Smash with the ratio where you're saying he said that as he's giving it to her. Kiyomra lo nami avikadushin. Even she said no, it's a kedushin. Am I? But kiyomra lo, she says I don't want to marry you. He took if you if you give her a ring, marry me with this money, and she says no, I don't want to marry you, and she takes the ring. So she's not married. She says I don't want to marry you. El alav, huh? Well, whatever it was, then you could see he could say, Give me back the ring. I'm not giving it to you as a gift. It must mean must mean this. If after he said afterward, if he said afterwards, and it's not a it's a pika though, it's not a, a law, 
Elav Ratsa the Amr Ain, if she says, okay, yes, I agree that the picadon that you gave me, the money's right here, right now, and you hand it to me, I want it to be marriage fine. Lo Ratsa the Shtika, she was quiet. She was quiet. Because if she was quiet, after didn't say anything, it doesn't mean anything. So the same thing in the case with the mat. He gave her a mat which wasn't with the Shavuot. Then he said, "Oh well, there's four zuzim." Then she didn't say anything. She held on to it. She didn't say anything. So he didn't say anything. It doesn't mean anything. She didn't accept that money. How can you compare these two cases? The first case of the mirror with the mat with the twigs to the case where he gave her pikadom. When you gave it to her as a pikadon, that means she's responsible for it, right? Savra, she figures, Isha Dinalu, oh, now you want to marry with it? If I throw it back at him, um, it breaks as I give it back to him. I'm a shomer. I'd have to pay for it. That's why she didn't want to give it back to him. You know, if you're afraid if something happens to her, it gets lost, I'm responsible for it. That's why you could say that. She held on to it and didn't say anything. It doesn't mean she's married. She's just afraid to throw it back at him. But over here, gave it to us Kedushin. If she doesn't want it, let her throw it back. What does she care? She says, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. I'm not responsible for it. So in this case, the fact that she was quiet sort of indicates that she agreed to the marriage. When he said, no, there's four zoos in there, and she kept it. So she agreed to the marriage. He did give it to her. It was just like a delayed reaction, a delayed penalty. He says, you know, I gave it to you before, now I'm marrying you with it. He said before you came to Makash with the Havah, but with the Bikad you could. So therefore, if she agreed to it, it is a good marriage. If she didn't if she didn't give the money back, it is marriage. He said, he said a Rabbi Kudashly, but the first thing that he gave her the mat wasn't worth the shofar. Then he said, Well, there's four souls in there. If she was quiet, apparently she assented, she agreed. You think all the women are such bikim that they know the lachas of shomer? You know, if I was a shomer, then I'm responsible for it. If I'm not a shomer, you gave it to me, you think I'm not real? Maybe she said also, I, I didn't know. I, I was afraid to throw it back. Maybe it would break, or maybe I would lose it, or whatever, or the, or the mat would break. So therefore, maybe that's the reason why she didn't give it back. And it is like the case of the Picadon of the seller, she was afraid that she'd be responsible if something happened to her. That's why she didn't say anything. Shocha Ravacha coming to Ravina, he asked him, Kai got mine. He asked Ravina, so what's the halacha in this case? Would you say he gave her the man? And then afterwards, he said, There's four zoos in there, and she didn't say anything. Is she married or not? Shalach Lei, Anan Lo Shmilan Hadar Ravuna Bey Rishua. Ravuna Bey Rishua brings up a good point, meaning that uh, the cases are different. In the case, in the second case, where he gave her the cella and then she was quiet. There, you know, you say her her being quiet um, doesn't mean anything because she's afraid. She was afraid to break it. She was afraid to throw it back at him. So it doesn't mean that she's married. But in the case of the mat, she should have given it back. So you raise the kasha on that and said, well, if she's not such a tamar chacham, what does she know? But maybe that is a difference. And maybe the fact that she didn't uh, say anything when she found out the forces means that she agreed to the marriage. That makes a difference between the seller, the case of the Picadon, and the case of the man. You heard of, of his point, and he says maybe it is a marriage in the case of the man. You have to be concerned about that. You have to take that into consideration. Maybe she is married and you would need again. All right, tomorrow's daf will we'll start from here. This case of, of, of the woman also was selling things, other cases like that. And it'll be on the podcast. And on Sunday morning, Mitzvah Shem, We'll pick it up with the uh, 
uh, seconds of the last line on Shabbos stuff, and you give them a base at the bottom, or we talk about the Obama. Yeah, we'll pick it up from there. Have a good Shabbos.